Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. So, Donnie, it's nice, Donnie, it's nice to finally meet you. Okay, so introduce yourself to us, Donnie. Let us know our guest for the day. Well, it's good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, My name is Donnie Abbott, and I am a pastor and author. Um, I've been in a a pastor for almost 30 years now, and I've written two books. Um, I've written a a nonfiction Christian book titled Christ in the Storm, Keeping Faith in the Face of the Unknown. And then I also have written a children's picture book. So that's just a little bit about me. Beautiful. beautiful. I'm so glad to hear that. That's so good. Okay, so, um, Donnie, I will be asking you some challenges. Are you ready? Very good. Ready. Okay. Okay, so... Um, Doctor, what is um, faith and why is it so hard to have faith? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question, isn't it? But fortunately, you don't have to rely on me to provide a definition of faith. We have the author of Hebrews who gives us that definition in in chapter 11 and uh, who writes that faith is... Um, and is confidence in what we hope for and the assurance of things that we can't see. Mm. So faith isn't tangible, Mm. which is what makes it hard to the second point of your question. Uh, It's hard because so many of us, myself included, we live by sight and our Mm. our senses, the things that we can smell, hear, and touch. But... God calls us to practice faith and believe in things that we can't see. Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So correct. That's so good. Okay, so let us get um, a bit personal. Um, how did you get into writing? You got that? Well, I've ever since I was a kid, I uh, enjoyed writing. I enjoyed creative writing. And uh, so it's always been a bit of an outlet for me throughout my life. But it wasn't until um, I, I wrote my kid's picture book about 25 years ago. I wrote the text to it, but I didn't publish it until uh, a year and a half ago or so. Um, but uh it's writing's an outlet and um you know other people they do other things as an outlet but i enjoy writing i I wouldn't necessarily say that i'm a natural writer i have to i have to work hard to write but um yeah pretty much my whole life i've been writing okay okay that's i love the way you answered this question that's so good okay so um, Let's say uh, someone said to you, Danny, 
I would run to write a book, but it is so hard. Okay, so what are you going to say to that person? Why is writing so hard? Well, yeah, that's a great, a great question also, because writing is hard because it's you and your thoughts. And uh, there's, there's a discipline that comes with writing. And, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, they want to write a book. Yeah. But very few people actually write the book because of the discipline required to sit down every day and put pen to paper or start tapping on your computer keyboard and uh, and writing. You have to do that every single day. It's like if you want to build build muscles, yeah. you're not going to do that sitting on the sofa. You have to go to the gym yeah. every single day. It's like yeah. anything worthwhile in life if you want to uh, attain a goal you gotta you know just work on that goal and, yeah. and like they say how do you eat an elephant well one bite at a time so you just gotta show up every day and write right okay so if i may ask who is your target audience you get that? who is what what your target audience Oh, my target audience. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, when I first started writing my book, Christ in the Storm. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. I, I thought that it would be uh, a book for everybody. And, and it, it, it is a book for everybody. Okay. But what I'm learning is that my audience, the people that have really gravitated toward the book yeah. are they're uh, over 40 Christians. Um, so they seem to be the ones who have really enjoyed the book because I combine I combine art yeah. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with theology and typically people who are older, they tend to uh, gravitate more toward um, art in particular, but it, it's an easy read. It's only about 125 pages long. Um, so you could get through it in a couple of days, but uh, my that's my target audience. So you mentioned something about art. Okay, so uh, exploring the mystery of art and faith. Can you dive into that? Yeah. Yeah, well, there, there is a mystery there for sure. And the, the connection is that God, I believe, uh, God is constantly working all around us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God is a creative God. Yeah, We see that in our world. Yeah. But God also instills creativity into people. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and some people, they will write, others will create music, yeah. and still others will uh, paint or draw and uh, as a way of illustrating their God-given creativity. So I've, I believe that God uh, speaks to us through, uh, through art, and particularly for me, I've, I've always gravitated toward toward art, particularly Renaissance era art. And that's why I use the Rembrandt painting uh, on my cover for this book. This is, uh, Rembrandt was a very pro prolific artist. He painted over 300 paintings in his career, but, uh, but 
this one painting, Christ in the Storm on the Sea of Galilee, is his only known seascape. And then you couple that with uh, it was also stolen in the largest unsolved art heist in history. On March 18th of 1990, uh, it was stolen from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, it's still missing to this day. So there's a there's a layer of intrigue to this um, this particular work of art. Okay, and can you talk to me, not only me and anyone who will listen to this, talk to us more about your book, Christ and Mister. What what motivated you, or what where did you get the influence from? How did you come about it? Okay. Yeah, so I was motivated to write the book because I've always been interested in this particular painting by Rembrandt, and uh, and the Rembrandt is simply depicting a uh, a passage of scripture. So Matthew chapter eight and Luke chapter eight. That's a story of Jesus taking his twelve disciples onto the Sea of Galilee, um, but they face a huge storm. Yeah, and. Uh, and Rembrandt, he captures that passage of scripture by painting, um, painting the storm, painting the uh, the turmoil and the chaos that's taking place uh, on the boat uh, and with Jesus and the sailors. And and the the curious thing to me in that story and is, is that Jesus was sleeping. You know, yeah, yeah. His, his buddies are, are fighting for their lives. And yeah. some of them were seasoned uh, fishermen who had spent their lives out on the Sea of Galilee. And they thought that this was uh, such a dangerous storm. They thought their lives were in danger. Yeah. And Jesus was sleeping through it all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it can seem the same with us when we go through storms and challenges in life it can seem like god is sleeping and god doesn't understand what we're going through but as jesus illustrates in that story rembrandt captures in the painting as jesus wakes up he stands up and turns to the storm and he says peace be still and then he turns to his buddies and he asks them a great question where is your faith and that's a great question for all yeah. of us you know it's a question that resonates to this day because uh, what you and i put our faith and trust in is oftentimes set against the backdrop of the trials of life so uh you know it's it's uh so why do I like this painting? Yeah. Because it really captures uh, the scene. It captures all of the the chaos that was happening, and it ca- each of the sailors yeah. on the boat yeah. they're expressing different emotions, yeah. and and I think that they are expressing different emotions that we all feel when we are are facing stress and challenges and things aren't going well in life, you know, man, like the, there's some of the sailors on the boat, yeah. they're 
battening down the hatches. They're fighting for dear life. Uh, another sailor, he's just kind of cowering in fear. And then there's other sailors who are who are praying to Jesus. So it kind of runs the gamut of human emotions when we are facing uh, troubles in life. Uh, so, you know, what you just said now is like in, in Revelation. Seriously, I, I feel I feel like the Holy Spirit just gave you that revelation because what you just said now is so deep. It is something we can actually relate to now, physically, our world today. Because where is your faith? You've seen all of these storms, and now you don't even know what to do again. You start to complain. Hey, teacher, we're about to die. Is it when I die, you, you come to my head? What's going on? You know, some people even, the way they complain, they, they complain to God in sorrow. But the simple question is, where is your faith? I'm going to clap for it because that was That's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let, let, us, let us move further. Okay, so um, do you have a favorite place to write? Uh, where you yeah, yeah, yeah. I wake up really early in the morning. I wake up between four and five, and I, I wake up that early because I enjoy the quiet. Um, the other people in my house, they haven't woken yet. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just quiet and calm. And I write in my office. I'm in my office right now. I, I call this my the bison room because of the bison okay. behind me. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my wife created this space for me about five or six years ago. And it, it's just a great uh, place that I come for solitude, but also where I do my writing. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thank you, wife, for me. You did a great job. <laughs> I'll do that. Okay. okay, so let me ask you another. What do you do for fun? You got that? What do I do for fun? Yeah. Uh, well, I work out. I uh, exercise pretty much every day. Okay. Um, I have three boys Ooh. who uh, they're 23, 17, and 15. Ooh. So they keep me pretty active as well. Uh, I enjoy playing racquetball, basketball. Um, yeah, we. I live here in Colorado, so I go hiking as well. So those are some of the things. Uh, my wife and I, we go out on, on dates and okay. enjoy uh, eating good food and all that kind of stuff. So, that's yeah. It. That's it. Okay, so um, another question. Why um, the fascination with art you get that the fascination with art yes art. with art yeah uh, well like i was saying earlier I, I feel like god speaks through art god speaks to us through written words through books uh through movies yeah. through music you know how many times have you been moved to tears because of a particular song you heard yeah. you know and and god does the same way with art uh, you know there's countless numbers of religious art art that pertains to christianity yeah. and uh i believe that god speaks or spoke through that artist mm. to speak to us to this day as we look at a particular work of art. Mm. 
Okay, I got it now. Okay, so if I may ask, um, what about your story would you like to share with us? Well, I would just like to share that, uh, you know, growing up, I grew up with my mom and dad in Anaheim, California, along with my brother, who's just over a year younger than I am. And uh, my dad was an atheist. My mom was a passive Christian. And uh, whenever she would want to take my brother and I to church, you know, we would only go a couple of times a year, Christmas, Easter, and, and a handful of other times. But uh, I can hear my dad to this day berating my mom as she was getting us ready for church. And he would say the, the classic atheistic cliches like, can't you think for yourself uh, the church is a crutch. Pastors just want your money. You can't believe what the Bible says. It's filled with myths and tall tales. And I hear my dad say all of those things. And uh, But in spite of that, those few times that I attended church, uh, one night when I was 14 years old, I came, uh, I was alone in my bedroom and I came to the understanding that I was a sinner desperately in need of a savior and i invited jesus to come live in my heart and uh and then uh to be fair to my dad 10 years before he died he was invited to uh, by a co-worker to a, a house church and i thought that was the craziest thing but my dad ended up going to this house church and it was there that he gave his life to jesus as well and uh and my dad was not a very nice guy when I was growing up. He was mean. But the last 10 years of his life, he was a very happy, jovial kind of guy and very passionate follower of Jesus Christ. So that's what I'd like to share and just to offer hope to anyone who might be in a similar situation where you have a, a parent or a close family member who is not a follower of Jesus. Just keep praying. Pray them into heaven. Pray with the belief that God's going to get hold of them, just like they did with my dad. So, good news is your dad found Jesus, or Jesus found your dad before he died. Amen. Amen. Yes. Okay, so um, I, it has been of a good blessing having you home, seriously speaking, Danny. And I know for sure that all we've been discussing so far would also bless the listener. So sure. So aside all that we've been talking about, would you like to give any piece of advice to anyone, maybe anything at all, that you would like to give like us some advice to anyone listening? Well, I would just say to people who are struggling right now, yeah. who are going through either fi financial challenges or job challenges or maybe relational issues um, or maybe even medical. You know, you're going through a, a medical diagnosis that isn't looking very hopeful. I, I want you to know that Jesus sees you just like he was with his buddies on the boat in the Sea of Galilee. Jesus is with you as well. He knows what you're going through. And uh, and and don't give up faith. Whatever you do, just keep looking toward 
Jesus as、uh, the author and perfecter of our faith. Thank you so very much, Johnny. That was a beautiful one, too. And where would your book out? Do you think people can get it? Maybe someone interested in getting a copy of your book. How? Yeah, so you can、uh, get, get my books at,、uh, if you visit me at donnyabbott.com, D O N N Y A B B O T T.com. And there you can check out some of my recent sermons,、uh, some of my blog posts, as well as you can, you can purchase my books. So thanks for, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think I'll get the link for your book out. So I'll post it. All right. Okay. Okay. So、um, that was a beautiful one. Please, are you, would you like to be invited again? You get that? Would you like to be invited again? Maybe we will schedule some other time. Bring you on again. Well, I'm sorry, Bishop, but you, you froze up on me there. Oh. Okay. Can you, can you hear me now?、Um, now it's okay. Okay. I said, would you like to be invited over again? Would you like to? Maybe we should do some other time. To pray? Like to,、um, we should do some other time so we can talk more. Or what do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love to visit with you more for sure. Okay,、yeah. okay, really. Okay. So,、um, also, are you up for a chat after this? Are you up for a chat after this? Sure. Okay, okay. All right, really. Thank you so very much for. Sharing your story and your knowledge with us. You know, what you told me about the、um, Christ in Storm, that was a beautiful one. I tell you, that was, <laughs> yeah, a, a God given revelation. You didn't, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you.、Hmm. It was the spirit that I've got to celebrate here. <laughs> that was a beautiful one. <laughs> okay, so. Well, thank you, Bishop, for、yeah. having me on. I appreciate it. Welcome, welcome. All right, so that's going to be the end of today's interview. Thank you so much, Dad. Okay. All right, Donnie. Thank you for your time. I will chat you up now. All right. Okay. Okay. Got it. God bless. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.